0: my preaching professor, once told me after I preached a sermon, ah, dear Annie, you have a hermeneutic of suspicion. (laughs) What he meant to say was that I have a tendency to read scripture through a lens of caution and doubt, giving holy writ the side eye, kind of. And true to form, the readings this week gave me pause. For my yoke is easy, Jesus says and my burden is light. What a choice for the celebration of St. Francis. I would not call his way of life an easy yoke or a light burden. This is a man who kissed and hugged lepers. He preached to the birds and to the animals of the forest when no one would listen to him. And he took an absolute vow of poverty, owning no possessions whatsoever, and ate only the food that he could successfully beg for. People thought he was a little crazy. After all, he did strip down naked before his parents and his bishop in the town square and Assisi to emphasize the point that he was renouncing his sizable inheritance. He's most well-known to us today as the patron saint of ecology. And this is why today, at our 11 o'clock service, we bless animals. And as we take a moment to consider our entire planet in honor of Saint Francis, I cannot help but hear the words of a 16-year-old climate activist named Greta Thunberg. And her words are worth quoting at some length here. You have stolen my dreams and my childhood with your empty words, she says. And yet, I am one of the lucky ones. People are suffering. People are dying. Entire ecosystems are collapsing. We are in the beginning of a mass extinction. And all you can talk about is money and fairy tales of eternal economic growth. How dare you? Her words trouble me. When I read scripture, I hear a clear call to care for our planet. And I do believe that as Christians living the gospel, we must weave care for the earth into the fabric of our lives. But to be honest, everything I've learned about our current ecological crises do very little to inspire hope. Completely changing our way of life and our way of being is not an easy yoke Or a light burden? Thinking about these questions inspired me to think about my own life journey. I was raised Episcopalian, but like so many of us Episcopalians, I left the church when I went to college. And while I was there, I completely threw myself into studying the planet. And looking back, I realized that learning about ecology, for me, became the covert, spiritual but not religious way for me to study God. In my studies as an environmental biology and management major, I saw evidence of a loving creator everywhere. From the way that cells divide, to the symbiotic relationship between plants and fungi that creates that beautiful sea green lichen on tree trunks. God was in the ordering of the fossil record, the adaptations of carnivorous plants, and in the altruistic behavior of the Belding's ground squirrel. And if you wanna hear more about that squirrel, ask me a coffee hour, it's spectacular. But in all of my studies, saving the world from invasive species became my cause. I loved it. It was so clear, it was so moral. An invasive species was clearly the bad guy in an ecosystem and it needed to be removed so that other plants and animals could thrive. This was a crusade I could get behind. The ecosystem was the battlefield. In a way, UC Davis was really my first seminary. I didn't realize it at the time, but my passion for my studies was really a deep burning passion for God and as my studies deepened and my passion for the planet and the earth deepened I did what naturally any young and fiery 20-something in college would do I did not strip down before my parents and my bishop but instead I moved to a commune the commune that I lived at was called the domes 14 molded fiberglass homes on several acres of land that were literally like little igloo hobbit house domes. We had a working farm. We had a great big coop of chickens and a community bike repair space that was outdoors and appropriately called the bike church. We had vegetarian community dinners four nights a week we had every other weekend a work day where we all came together on a Saturday to do various projects on our land. And of course, in the summer when the figs and the apricots were ripe, we had a Garden of Eden day where we did nothing but eat of the fruit and the vegetables in our land. And you can guess what the dress code may have been. So if UC Davis was my seminary The domes was my monastery. The domes were the place where my daily life lined up with my values and my learning. It was where my actions mirrored my convictions. And believe me, a lot of my family and friends thought I was crazy. Perhaps I was, but I loved. Everything about it. My life had this beautiful flow and congruence. I spent all day in classrooms learning about nature and came home to sit in the grass with my fellow domies surrounded by fruit trees, organic crops, chickens picking at earthworms, flowers of all kinds, and crickets. We had a word for this. It was called domeostasis. So living in a commune may not be everyone's cup of tea, but for a short time in college, God it was my cup of tea. It reminded me that once a week, this time as I was thinking about it, once upon a time the monumental task of saving the planet for me was an easy yoke and a light burden. My heart and soul and way of life were in alignment, and I felt deep joy. I suspect that this is how Francis may have felt when he begged for food or hugged a leper or stripped off all the trappings of his wealth to become poor. I suspect he felt this deep joy of aligning his actions with God's will. And I suspect that those who have followed his way of life from the 13th century to today have also felt that joy. In many ways, I have left my life at the domes behind. I'm in a new field. I have a new career. I live in a square house. And I'm living out new and different identities. I'm living out new and different values spouse, mother, minister, but I'm still doing the same work. I'm still trying to bring to life the values that I hold. I'm striving to find that sweet spot where God's will flows through my actions and the gospel shines through in the way that I take care of the gifts I've been given, like the planet, my family, and my friends, and yes, even money. Where I'm an active participant in both learning and doing, seminary and monastery, UC Davis and the Domes. Just for today, I think I will take up the burden of caring for the planet. I'll place Jesus' yoke on my shoulders and pray for alignment with God's will and for the resurrection of this, God's magnificent creation. Amen.